Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joined. A podcast about the video games that people love and why they love them. And today we're back in Austin. Oh, if only. If only if we only. were back in Austin. Guys, uh, as you know, we recorded a bunch of stuff down at the ATX Television Festival. It definitely and we're happened. We're slowly rolling. Yeah, it definitely, definitely happened. Did not a did fake. Not, not a fake. fake none that. of this. And it didn't build up to it for no reason. Don't worry, guys. None of this is fake. Uh, and we're releasing those episodes slowly, letting them trickle out a little bit. And today... We've got a few very cool, interesting guests that we were lucky enough to sit down with. We are very lucky to talk to these guys. So, uh, guys, today's episode is going to be a little bit different. You're going to hear us uh, talk with one guest, and then you're going to hear us answer some mailbag questions, and then you're going to hear us talk with another guest about a different game. Yeah, if you get lost at all on this episode... I mean, just you don't have to do anything. Yo, you just you have to lost? sit there. How, why? You, get, you just had earbuds in. How'd you get lost? You don't have man? to do anything. But yes, the episode today is be a little <laughs> bit different than the episodes we've done in the past. Yes, I like how we're preemptively we're just yelling at our listeners just, for no reason. Just nobody knows what to expect from us. Sometimes it's a different we're episode today. We're just crazy. We are insane. We are crazy. We are two crazy we podcasters. Are clinically diagnosed insane people who got to talk to celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's. Just jump into the first one we are talking with a very successful uh producer i mean what just saying he's very successful there was yeah. an underline under that i mean what what do you want me to tell you dude? tell me tell me at all okay he's responsible for sneaky pete for justified for uh a few episodes of band of brothers for speed he wrote, he wrote speed. speed he wrote he speed. fucking wrote he speed. made the americans Man, he made so many things he's so prolific and so successful and we got to sit down to talk about duke nukem with graham yost duke nukem 3d not the new duke nukem. he what graham yost isn't a fan of the new duke nukem no not the new <laughs> not one the not new the new one. one not a fan no the one that most people like and weren't <laughs> offended by correct graham yost is into and we got to sit down and talk with this dude, and he's the best. He's he so, was nice. so nice. He's so nice. He was so as nice. You will see from the guys, episode. Guys, we always thought everybody'd be intimidating and scary, and Graham was so nice. He's the best. We're gonna tweet at him. He won't tweet back at us, but we'll he's figure very, it out. He's, he's, he's very, very famous. busy. He's very, and very famous, famous and, busy. and busy. But let's jump into it, guys. Let's do it. This is new players join. told me about Fortnite before. Other, I talked yep. to other people who were sort of gamers. Like they it. hadn't even heard of it. Yeah. He was playing it. And he's like, it's, everybody's playing that now. It's like everyone's the thing. Like, now. like when you were playing Duke Nukem, you had a bunch of friends who were playing Duke Nukem, but now it's like everybody's playing Fortnite. Like everyone. adults, little kids, everyone. It really is. It bridges a lot of gaps. A lot of the stories we got in our show are about that. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, so let's just jump in. Guys, we're here very luckily with, I mean, you might know him as uh, the man behind the movie Speed, and now Sneaky Pete. We're here with the very talented Mr. Graham Yost, and thank you for sitting down with us for a few minutes, man. Absolutely. And Graham, uh, what game did you say that you played <laughs> 25 years ago that you were reluctant to talk okay, about? Okay, you know what? I realized it wasn't 20, it was close, it was 21 years ago. It was Walking uh, back. We were, we were working on the editing of a miniseries for HBO called From the Earth to the Moon. Okay. And the... It was on a Mac, and one of the editors had put on Duke Nukem. 
and I got hooked. Yeah? yeah I got so hooked on to <laughs> I played it all the way through at the various levels. Really? But it was one of those things I'd be... I got so into it that I'd be at a meeting with something and I'd look up and I'd see a, an air vent and I'd go, can I get through? Oh, no, yes. no that's real life. Oh, <laughs> oh this, is, this is a problem. The this virtual life problem. infected real reality. I could, I could put yeah. my sunglasses on and talk shit to people. Talk, oh, talk, oh, my God. Come get some. <laughs> you know, Duke was, it was hilarious. Were you at, we realize that people connect with games when they're usually like at a stressful time yeah. and, like, and they want to get this out of their system. Was it a point for you that you're like, I need to play this game? Yeah, really? yeah it, it, it really did help in the editing because you'd step out of the room and you could just let your mind go into yeah. do you know battling the pig cops <laughs> or the, the, octo, the octopus things uh, I forget what they were called um, and yeah it was uh, it was really it was my first glimpse I'd never played a first person shooter I'd never you know I, I, I played arcade games right, like right. Uh, Night Driver and yes. okay. Space Invader you know that yes. stuff Night Driver was amazing. The <laughs> simplest game in the world. It's just lights like reflecting things how, on a night. How much money did you spend on that? Uh, <laughs> I put twenty dollars in a Night Driver Ooh. in 1978. There you go. There, there you one go. Day. One day. One day. That's a lot of time for one day. Oh my god. So did you have to step away from video games? Was a point where you're like, I can't have this in my life. I'll just be doing this all the time. You know, I played, I played Quake after, and that was about it. I played Duke and Quake, <laughs> and that was it. And I'll tell These you, are huge they, games. they were huge games. But I liked Quake. Mm -hmm. But what it missed was Duke was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, really inappropriate and off-putting stuff now. But yeah. twenty right. years ago, it was just sort of like, oh, that was risky. Yeah. Um, but other stuff in it was just, it was just funny. Yeah. And so I'm, I sort of missed that. And it was funny when my son started playing. And he went from, we had a PlayStation 2 and we had Crash Bandicoot. Mm -hmm. And I would have to take over and get him through a level. Yeah. You know, to him doing stuff that I didn't understand. Um, you know, it just took, he yeah. just took off. Just, yeah. Although I do remember one time he was playing the Hulk game. Yeah. And I had bought the cheat book and I'm yelling at him, you know, <laughs> go to the corner, go to the corner, go to the corner, power up, power Backseat up. Backseat playing video games. Absolutely. <laughs> just to beat that last boss, that mother... Um, <laughs> but watching him play Call of Duty at a time, I was like, wow, man, it's so realistic. Yeah. But, but that that kind of bothered me a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Because it's really shooting people in the head. Yeah. yeah. And whereas with Duke, it's pig cops and yeah, exactly. octopuses yeah. exploding up. This is up a video game. It's, it's a video huge, game. It's yeah. otherworldly. And it's, yeah, it's otherworldly and all of that stuff. So, do, you, um, do you mind if we ask you five quick questions? Sure. That we, questions Not at we, all. We, we ask these five every questions. Single every single guest. We ask the same five questions to everybody. And we didn't steal the last question from James Lipton's James Lipton's 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 Question number one: If you could be any video game character, who would you be, and why? I think you know. It'd be Duke, 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 Duke Nukem. You can get all your aggression out shooting pigcocks. <laughs> oh my god! And, and when he kicks the boss's head through yeah. the field goal posts, and then takes a dump down his neck. I mean, that's that's heroism. Uh, question two: If you could get rid of one video game in history, what would it be? You know, it's not so much the video game, but I did take my son to see the movie version of Doom, and we had to leave. He was too young, and it scared yeah. the shit out of him, and it was so bad. It was yes. so bad. We talk about this so all bad. the time. It was and, so bad. And so because of that, I think the game should be removed so that the movie would never get <laughs> yeah. 
and 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 no, but but it it, it did bring up that whole thing of Absolutely. games to movies and just, what works yeah. and what doesn't, and ninety percent of them don't work. Yeah, you know, like when The Rock looked directly into camera and said, "I can't die," I'm and then the died. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't like that great choice. Uh, <laughs> you know, they were making a choice because no one no one's cracked it yet. Yeah. I, I mean, have there been any good movies based on? No, games, most really? of them fail. Like Resident Evil has had a bunch of them, but they're, they're not, not like they're, they're not, not super really, like, successful. Movies, no. No. Yeah, nobody's yeah. cracked the plot element of it. Uh, question three: If you were to make up a video game title for your life, what would it be? Oh, um, it would be something about my Canadian heritage. Um, it, you know, it, it, I, what it was the quiet <laughs> Canadian because he would be a lethal killer. I love it. <laughs> you know, right? It'd be a, it'd be a <laughs> stealth game. It's a, and he's really, really polite and everything, and then he just, you know, shoots you in the throat because <laughs> you're a bad guy, right? Right, because he's Canadian. He's not shooting he's random Canadian. people. No, he's assassinating. He's, he's, he's gonna say sorry oh, after he does. Oh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. And then every got blood on your shoes. <laughs> every everything he eats to level up is Tim Hortons. <laughs> Tim Hortons and maple syrup. We gotta get this out of the way. Right. Leafs game is on soon. Question four: uh, What one aspect of a game life do you wish was true in real life? Um, well, the obvious one would be respawning, but right. I, I think that you know one of the ones that that Jack played. And I just loved the the effect in it, and I forget what it was called. And you'll remember. I think it started with the C, but it was you could just really jump. Yeah, and you Celeste. Could jump. It wasn't Celeste. Oh God, what was it called? But you could jump from building to building. There's just, so many. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it was like the first one I saw. It. So it wasn't flying. It was so that it leaps and bounds it was kind leaps, of feel. Yeah, and it was just yeah that freedom of it was because uh, flying is. Yeah, it's funny. Flying is less special now that there's drones and you can just put on VR goggles <laughs> and it's true. like you're flying. It's true. Right, but to be able to physically jump, there's like a low gravity kind of thing. It's the laws of physics kind of thing. It, it improves the feel of games like that. It makes yes. it feel more special when you're in so it. So you want Hulk strength. That's all I can think of is the Hulk just jumps Hulk and he jumps. went the like Hulk jumps, 100 he, miles. Yeah, he does jump 100 miles. This was more like get up into a building and stuff. I don't know. We're going to figure it out, but right. I like that answer. Question five, and again, again we, didn't, we, don't, we, don't we don't steal. steal we don't, it's really weird that he mails us That's all these so letters. Um, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when they arrive at the pearly gates? Completely original. Oh, there's no, there's uh, there's a song by the Avet Brothers. Yeah. Um, and Avett it's Brothers called uh, No Hard Feelings. And there's a line that in there makes me cry. You listen to it and you'll find it. And it's, 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 it's not a word, it's laughter. That's, that's awesome. awesome. That's an that's awesome, awesome answer. Well, thank you so much for talking Dude, to us. We Mr. really appreciate it. Thank you, you so much. Thank, thank you, much, you guys. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the festival, man. Hey, guys. This is the mailbag portion of the show. Yeah. This is a part where we take your questions, and then we... Answer them. You know what I just realized? What? There's an entire generation of people who might be listening to this podcast who don't know what the name mailbag refers to. Yeah. Like, a mailbag is a literal object yeah, that let me, is no longer used. Let me explain to you that blue man in the shorts who has those paper <laughs> things. Now, they're necessary, or were necessary at a point. They're not really necessary now. Nobody uses them. Somebody once explained to me that the save icon on a Word document is a, uh, is a disc that nobody has used since 1994. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Like, like uh, people who were born in the mid to late 90s. Oh, they have no idea what a floppy what, disk is. They don't know what that save icon is. And it's a That's disc. weird. Isn't that fucking weird? That's weird. Keith, we're old. We're not old. It's I'm just old. stuff moves by fast <laughs> and leaves you behind. We're not like old. Like you're some withered old 
person. We're, we're not old. It's just that music these days is too it's loud. Too loud. People drive too fast. You guys, and just you and your you Justin Bieber's, get out of here. <laughs> uh, but this is part of the question, the part of the show where we talk to you guys. Yeah, we answer the questions that you guys send in, and. Y'all sent in some great Y'all fucking questions. Y'all sent in amazing questions. We hope you're enjoying the show so far. Do we want to dive in? Let's do Let's it. Let's do it, guys. This first one comes from Aubrey, and uh, most of these are from off Twitter. So this is at Seamus the Black, and the question is, if you guys were to pick one game each to pass on to future generations that you think influence gaming, what would they be and why? Next question. Uh, <laughs> no, this is a great question. Uh, this is a great question. Which would I give just to one game that influenced gaming that and that future generations should see? So are we talking about this generation? Or are we talking about past generations? I think any game that really touched us that we're like, you guys aren't gonna get uh, where gaming came from on some level. Hmm. And it's hard because it's it's one game. Aren't you technically asking what's like the greatest game of all time? Or the most influential? Interesting. That's how I'm I'm getting this. To who you think that influence gaming, what would they be? So what would they be? They can be a couple. We don't have to just choose one. Well, you get to choose one and I get to choose one. Damn it. I know. We only Damn get it. one. Uh, I mean, my brain just always goes there. It is Zelda Ocarina of Time. I think that's a great game. I think it stands the test of time. Which is, uh, makes sense, given which the name. really makes sense. Um, any game recently? Yeah, I would say The Last of Us. Probably Ooh. a good one to pass down to generations. That would be. That would yeah. be a very good one. Because um, they might need it for protection. <laughs> they might need to know how to fight <laughs> zombies. Uh, my thing, it might, if we're going from current generation of gaming yeah, to pass doing, down, yeah. it might be Mario Odyssey. Interesting. Because although, you know, Mario's been around forever, he's the icon. But I think Mario Odyssey was such a high bar to set that I I feel like it's just a matter of time before everybody starts trying to emulate it. You know what? I love Mario. It's so great. Odyssey's a great game. You wasted your choice. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> that was it? You're blowing me off that bar? No, Odyssey's great. I just was like, I loved Odyssey. I just, am, am I like, oh man, future generations are going to appreciate this? I'm like, probably not. I mean, listen. If if we really go back, Super Mario Brothers three is the game that every every yeah. generation should play. I bet you, every, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't even look bad. No, it you know looks, what I mean. It's fun as fuck, and it's the music's fun amazing. As fuck. Okay. So we're going. Okay, Super Mario three and Ocarina of Time. <laughs> Both of, Nintendo. Games. I mean, two of inarguably the greatest fucking games ever made. So we're not really taking any big swings. Nobody. <laughs> you know what? Crash Bandicoot. Everyone agrees with me. <laughs> you want to move on to the second? Let's do second this question. next one. Uh, this one comes from Russ Robinson at R R R R Robinson twelve sixteen. What's one video game or video game franchise that you never played that you always meant to, but perhaps didn't have time? Russ, great question. Russ, great question. Um, what's one I feel like I've missed out on? So, I think we've mentioned my blind spot before, which is. Well, you just named it. What? I've never played Ocarina of Time. I mean, that's huge. It's huge. Guys, this is just going to turn into mailbag about Ocarina of Time. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I agree. That's probably one that you did miss. But, like, aren't there any first-person shooters that you're like, I don't know, maybe I should at least, maybe PC games? PC games probably, like, um... StarCraft for me. Oh, I yeah, I didn't yeah, jump yeah. into that, and I know it's a big, massive thing. I never yeah. got into it. Oh, I played it, but you I never know got what? into it. You know what? Big. What? World of Warcraft. 
Because by the time I was like, I was really, really into games, yeah. I kind of missed the boat on that. Yeah, you didn't. You saved your time. Uh, <laughs> no, I, World of Warcraft was an experience, and I think if you played World of World of Warcraft and you actually were deep into it and had great friends to play it with, I think that was an amazing experience. But as like time goes, I'm like, yeah, I don't. Maybe that's one. Maybe that one. Maybe that one's a little bit too deep. Of yeah, oh, I didn't get to like, experience that. It's like, did you want another job? Did you want another like, life? It's kind of like on your deathbed, being like, I wish I'd gotten addicted to heroin. Yeah. Oh, there's a, there was a bunch of PlayStation games I never got to play. I wish I played more Super. I never had Super Nintendo, so yeah. I totally missed out on Super Nintendo. So yeah. that is a huge letdown. I like Super Mario Three. Jesse just talked about Super Mario Three. Super Mario Three is great. It's awesome. I still have not been a person who's just like. Yeah, like I've played that game fully through. I've how, never done that. How much of that game do you think you played? Probably three levels. Really? Yeah, that's a huge blind spot. For oh, me. dude, we got to get the what is basically the remake for the Wii, and just play at the same time. Oh, I'm fine with that. It's that so fun, that dude. It's so that sounds fantastic. fucking fun. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip this question a little bit. Okay, is there Russ any... Robinson? If you could, <laughs> yeah, Russ Robinson, give us the answer. We'll wait. Uh, if you could go back. And there was one franchise you wish you hadn't plugged time into. Hadn't. One franchise that you did have experience with, but you're like, ugh. No, thank you. I would say Assassin's Creed because it just felt the same Ooh, over and over again. That's There's fair. one that I'm like, I really regret that I played that game for so long. Is it sad that I don't? No. Because I don't. I played WoW for way too long. Yeah. But I also gave up on it a bunch and didn't commit as much time as I knew I could have if I wanted to really jump into it. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm like, I don't think there's any that I'm like, man, I'm really pissed off that I played through that. Because video games to me like aren't like books. I can definitely just be like, I'm done playing yeah. <laughs> and just move on. Yeah. What about you? Octopath Traveler. <laughs> <laughs> it comes back full Always, circle. always. Let's go to the next one. Next one. This one comes from Joseph Mendoza, jmendoza117 on Twitter. Has there been something that your fan base has talked about to you, games, music, movies, or food, that you've checked out? Have I keep we? trying to get us to go to Tommy's Hamburgers, and we just can't I don't think get anyone over. did that. I think Aldrin was the only one. Aldrin, and then uh, also Billy Yum Yum. Yeah, because he visited, and uh, for our did live you show. like? Yeah, right. Did he? Did you like it? They did... said they loved it. <sighs> yeah. So now our... I got to get it. It's down the street. For we walk by it all the like, time. All the time. All the time. We, not the original. Not it's, the original. It's weird to be in LA and have fans be like, "You should go to this famous burger place," and it's not In and Out, but. We trust our fans. It's just that the pictures they sent us look so unappetizing. <laughs> they look so gross. I don't know what to do about it. What else? Has anybody ever sent us like bands or music? Anybody I don't know like... that anybody's ever sent us uh, music stuff that we should check out. Every once in a while, somebody will tweet at us like a video or something that's super cool. I think um, I'm open to our listeners sending us music stuff that they want to hear. Yeah, guys, what game should we be playing? Game should we really be playing? I mean, what music? I, we, what food are we missing out on? Uh, famously, our uh, our friend and listener Aldrin uh, got me into Octopath Traveler, <laughs> and he yeah. felt so bad when I didn't like it. And uh, yeah, Aldrin, you should still feel bad. It's... <laughs> I'm just no, kidding. You I'm just kidding. Jesus, I uh, don't know movies or anything. I mean, have you guys recommended a movie to us, and we've just like not? Heard it? Somebody recommended uh, food places for us when we went to Austin. That's what happened. I know that happened. Uh, which is great. But has anybody been like, go here in LA? Has anyone ever done that to us? Not unless they've been on our show. Yeah. 
guys, why aren't you sending us more stuff about places we should eat? Come on, we're, we're turning this around. Why, why aren't you doing more stuff for us, guys? Come on, we're doing all these episodes for you. You're not helping us out? Come on. God. We're terrible. Hosts. Great question, Joseph. <laughs> Keep it rolling. Let's go. Uh, Michael Herring, Batman the Bold, oh, at Batman yeah. underscore the underscore bold. Favorite thing about Bioshock? That's what I'm talking about, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Asking the real questions. I'll ask him about favorite what was our favorite thing about Bioshock. Which one? Are you Doesn't kidding even me? Matter. Fucking A, big daddies are dope as hell. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just off the bat. Yep. Like, the thing that you're like, what the fuck is that big drill thing protecting that cute little thing that's yep. dead? It's like, already. It's like, we're only talking about Bioshock 1. The other side of it, it's like haunted 1920s, like, Tower of Terror, like, yeah. like is totally. Twilight Zone. Oh, my God. It's so up my alley of things <laughs> I want to do all the time. And then everybody's crazy and has an amazing backstory. Again, love that series and so, we haven't even moved on to the third one there's in the in the first in the original bioshock i mean l the answer is will you kindly but if we get away from that because that's like the obvious answer yeah in the first game there's a moment where you're going through like the bowels of the shopping center in rapture and there's this uh creepy abandoned i don't i think there might even be like water around it but there's all those those statues yeah, look like people in weird poses, and you go to the, you walk by all of them. You go into this little uh, niche in the corner there, and you can upgrade your weapon at the at one of the upgrade stations. And then you do that, and when you turn around, one of the fucking statues is like right in your face. That's awesome. And like they've all moved. I hate horror games. Horror in general. In general, don't like horror movies. Doesn't like don't anything. like horror games. Will not go see the movie It with me at all. I fucking put down the controller, and I was like, "Fuck you! This is great. Fuck you! This is so fucking good." When that happened, you saying that to yourself in a mirror? Or what was, were you yeah, I, I ran, ran to, to a, a mirror, mirror like, Fuck and I you, pointed. This is yeah, great. <laughs> it was. I had a real Smeagol moment with myself. All right, and then I ran back to my precious to finish my video game. So we haven't even moved on to the third one. To the third, we haven't even. We, we're, we we're skipped, still. We skipped the second. We skipped. <laughs> we skipped the second. But we went. We just like that's only Bioshock one. Bioshock Infinite is just fucking beautiful. It's, it's an gorgeous. awesome game. It's an amazing game. I mean, fucking hell! I know that the ending is twisted and we. Oh no! I mean, the moment. I mean, spoilers for Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, if you haven't played it, turn this podcast off and but... then throw your phone into the ocean. <laughs> seems aggressive <laughs> what if they're listening on their computer oh Why man but if you phone? actually throw your phone into the ocean in front of strangers it'd be so funny i think one of the funniest things you can do is calmly end a phone call in public by going all right bye bye and then and hanging up and throwing your phone as hard as you can and sprinting in the opposite <laughs> direction i'm gonna be a dad he won't know <laughs> uh, uh but no the end when when you see elizabeth's finger caught uh, in the tear and uh, that's how you and you realize that. Also, coming back to Rapture. Are you kidding me? And we then, didn't even talk about the fucking crazy theater. We gotta, dude. Move, we gotta okay. move on. I mean, we gotta move on to the next question. We just, we just, just yes, Michael. Yes. Next question. Next question from Aaron Hobart, and that is at Zen Franciscan. Nice. Nice. Uh, who asks? When do we get final five from you two? Back the fuck up, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's kind of the question. I like, uh, we get to hold that. 
away, right? We get to hold them. I think you and I have our favorite games of all time that mm-hmm. we're going to do. I don't even know what we're going to do for those special episodes. I don't know. There will because what's your favorite? We're, we're not going to say it, right? We're going to save it about we're, what our favorite games of all gonna, time are. But how do we even build up to that? I just think we fucking drop it. Just drop it. I think, But one, we'd have to have to change up the format and do different things. Or maybe we'd have to have a guest second interviewer. Man, get that shit out of here. Get that, no. shit, <laughs> get that weak ass shit out of here. We'd have a, a favorite guest back to to discuss some shit. Oh, we could, we mm-hmm. could, we could. But you, you know, just... uh, you know, you know us. We'd probably just try to make it about the guest. But really, it's about me and my it's favorite game you, at that moment. One day, one day, you're gonna check, uh, check on a Tuesday morning, and it's gonna say the name of a game plus Keith King Bay and the title of the episode, and you're gonna know. Oh fuck, we're finally getting his final five. Because <laughs> if we're doing the final five, it's like I'm not gonna change. You can't. You're not allowed to really change your final five. No, you can't change your fucking like, final five. That's what you want to say to God. That's what you decide what your life would be called. It's like that's it. Those are your choices. So I don't. Well, wanna, well, I don't. I don't know how long this podcast is going to go. So I don't want to do it out of the gate. Well, we don't say what we want to say to God. It's what we want God to say to us. What? That's a very different question. Oh man, but I have so much to say to him. Oh, I have so much. <laughs> uh, hey, AIDS and cancer. What was that fuck all you. about? Yeah. Fuck what you. was that? Who Just are you? Fuck you so hard. <laughs> Absolutely fuck you. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. I ho- I'm glad you're dead. I wish you could die again. <laughs> I wish and you were dead. I wish I wish I like oh I just fucking God never technically lived. Fuck him. I hope he dies. <laughs> and then he'll be just be like, So this go out as well as you thought it was gonna go? And you're like Yeah. yeah it's pretty, <laughs> pretty sweet. Thanks for god. letting me still tight. stay here. Tight, 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 tight. So yeah, we're not gonna give you our final five. <laughs> not yet, not but one yet. day you'll get it. Um, this next question comes from Gabriel at DerpyMuff54. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you love Gladys's attitude to chill? I don't know if this was toward chill or to chill, and I think we should answer both. Is it chill? How chill? do you even love attitudes toward chill? Like, how funny Gladys is? Is that what we're talking about? I think so. I... I, I kind of love this. Um, first I, of all, are you asking how much she loves to chill? I think we should answer both. Uh, does Gladys love to chill? Fuck On a scale of yeah. one to ten, Gladys is a hard nine. Uh, she doesn't get full ten though because she like it's not very chill to murder an entire laboratory with nerve gas for no reason. But it's pretty chill to just hang out with all them dead bodies for years. <laughs> it's pretty chill to talk about cake for a long time. Oh, that's pretty chill. That's as pretty fuck. dope. Um, Attitude towards Chell, uh, very funny. Very Both funny. Very fun. Very so. hilarious. Treated her like just like a bag of meat with eyes. <laughs> I've been on a bag of meat track She's a meaty-eyed bag. She's a meaty-eyed bag. Uh, I, I fucking love everything Glado says to Chell in this game. I mean, it's fucking hilarious. The whole goddamn game, even like, even when... She's threatening you. You're like, Glados, you are a f- you are too much. She's so funny. She is so, so funny. The writing in this game is so good. It's perfect. And then it had great puzzles. Yeah. You were just attracting all the right things. And at the end, there will be cake. There will be cake. It's always a lie. It's always a lie. But good question, Gabriel. Thank you. All right. All right. And this, what? This next one's a big one. This is a big one. This is a big one. This is it. This is from Andrew Palmer at Andrew Palmer 17. What's your biggest video game regret? If you were creating a video game from scratch, how would it look? What genre would it fall into? If you could only play one game for the rest of your life, what would it be? 
He didn't, that wasn't a question of the last part. The last one was an exclamation, exclamation point. point. What would it be? What would it be? <laughs> uh, um, oh, man. Let's take these. Oh, let's take these one at a time. What is our biggest video game regret? Man. I'm trying to think of horrible games that I've purchased. Games that I've immediately been like, oh, I got scammed. Anytime I bought a Madden game. <laughs> I was, what, I, what was I thinking? God, there's got to be so many. Any recently for you? you? Actually, you know what it is. What? For me, it's when we would rent games. Yeah. Way back when, when I was a little kid, and we would go to... We didn't even go to Blockbuster. There was a local video store, and we would rent video games from the store. And it was such a fucking treat that when you rented a game that was bad, you feel like you blew the entire week. That is true. So there's a lot of pressure on the rentals. The rentals were a huge thing. So, for example... We rented a game for the Sega Genesis. We rented The Tick. Okay. And The Tick, as a TV show and as a comic, I love. The game was trash. The game was so fucking bad. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. I remember this, but I don't... I haven't ever pre-ordered a game and then been like, man, this game ended up being really bad. The Division? No, because we at least enjoyed that for a little while. For a little bit? So there that wasn't was... like any immediate... Like, I, we haven't had uh, we haven't had an experience with No Man's Sky. Yeah, we have oh, We haven't, like, we God. immediately bought it, and we're like, fuck, this Just is terrible. Just nothing at all. Yeah. I think The Division was close, but we still liked it for a little while. Yeah. There's so many... I'm, I'm still just in the, um, in the, in the rental. Like, I am, I'm having so many flashes of the old, old place... Like I'm talking 1992 that we used to rent video games from, where I used to rent Excite Bike for NES. Ooh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, right. That was a good one. I rented all sorts of games like that. Oh man, mostly it was for the Sega, where my taste was really lacking. If if the Kid Chameleon episode didn't point that out. <laughs> man, what are the games I just regret? I don't think I had a lot of them. None. Like games I regret like getting. Yeah. Like or, I could have gotten or, you know, something else. We could we could turn this. The biggest video game regret is mm-hmm. a choice that you made in a video game, maybe. Hmm. For any kind of multiple ending that you're like, yeah, oh, I, I would definitely would have played that back. So that memory would have definitely gone away. Yeah. Because okay. I'm like, oh, if I fucked up, I would be the person who's like, time to start over yeah. and do that over immediately. Oh man. What about you? I'm trying to think of games that have multiple endings because I I almost always play, uh, like the good guy. I almost always try to play just. Uh, and then go evil next time. I tried, so I think I talked about this at one point. I When I played Fallout 4, I played Railroad because, duh. And then the second time through, I was like, I'm going to try something else. And I still played Railroad because I was like, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. The third playthrough, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to do the Brotherhood of Steel. You and chose I, the wrong thing, though. That's, yeah. a different, you, that's the wrong game to give us an example for. Well, it's it's what I did, and then I went through, and I couldn't even go through with it, so I just went into it at the end because I was like, the Brotherhood of Steel is just a bunch of Nazis. i got to kill them all. See, if you play Fable, going evil in Fable, yeah. going evil in Knights of the Old Republic, or going evil in Mass Effect are way different, way different. Than, way different. than Fallout yeah, 4. Yeah, they actually have ramifications. Yeah, and the story in Fallout 4 is... Yeah. All right. Um, next one. If we were creating a video game from scratch, how would it look? What genre would it fall in? into holy hell jesus 
From scratch? Okay, you'd need like $200 million. <laughs> I'm going to ask assume, for a lot of already copyrighted things. Let's assume we could create any video game we want. Anything. What kind would it be? Uh, please, please somebody make the Star Wars Galaxy. That's game all you want? Again. Please somebody just make an updated version of that. I don't, like, I don't think 8 deserves a remake. No? I don't think 8's ever going to get a remake. I'm afraid of 7 in a remake so i'm like if i had all the money in the world i would just be like hey make an amazing mmo but it's star wars how would we feel about a first person jrpg like still turn-based combat but shot in the way that um that the new god of wars where it's like a one shot the entire time i think what's hard about doing that is just like when you're playing a first person shooter you're killing like thousands of things yeah so i feel like in last of us and a lot of games like that it's kind of like you kill few enemies Mm -hmm. so it's more of like okay you went through that experience it's like hard to like having a very emotional attachment to people when you're killing thousands of people like quickly with guns and stuff well i was thinking it'd be more exploratory than first person shooter like it'd be the same kind of fighting uh mechanics as every normal rpg but you would just be in first person. You could like turn during combat and see the people fighting alongside you. Interesting. I like that. That's interesting. That's M- just an MMO. It's an MMO. It's an MMO, but it's, it's first turn-based. Person MMO. Turn-based? It's turn-based. First person view. Turn-based, first person view. So you can see what they look like and they can see what you look like? You never see yourself. But how can you see other characters? Because it's first person. You can turn and see and them during the fight. And you see what they fight. look, but you don't yeah, know what you Yeah, and you interact like. with them because it's shot as a one as like a one shot. So it's always from your point of view, but picture Final Fantasy VII, and you're just Cloud the whole time, but all you see of Cloud are his hands and his sword, and maybe one of the spiky dreads falling in your face. But then you meet Ares, you meet her face-to-face. You meet Barrett, you meet him face-to-face. She's Final Fantasy VII online. No. I want to make my own game. I blew it. I didn't blow it. And then if you could play one game for the rest of your life, what would it be? Only one game for the rest of your life. See, this is harder for you. Yeah. Because it's a story. You want to I want the story. But yeah, but you're not going to fucking play the same story over and over. I'm Are you? Not. I mean, cuz that gets redundant. I know like I would probably have to be like NHL or like a first person shooter. Yeah. I mean, you're talking to a dude who just finished Persona 5 for the second time in like a 4-month span. Yeah. So I'm saying probably Persona. (laughs) (laughs) It might. Oh, God. It fucking might be. If I could play one franchise. Oh, over and over and over again. It'd be between Final Fantasy and Persona. Yeah. But if I could only play one game over and over, you'd have to find something not necessarily with replayability, but with uh, like a Zen ability. Right. Yeah. That's why I was like NHL or first person. Yeah. Oh, because I just play handshell forever. I have to take breaks from it, but I'm like, I could keep playing that forever. Oh, God. I can't. I don't know. I just... Terrible question, Andrew. <laughs> I Terrible question. I have to answer it. Terrible questions. I have to answer it. I have to answer it. Here he goes. Uh, one game. Okay. For the rest of my life. Uh-huh. But... Yeah, I don't know. Probably like a Mario game or something. <laughs> really went swinging with that I one. I really sucked. I just can't make up my mind. Okay, this one next question comes from Gregory Newton at Gergoyster. 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 
Yeah, I like that name. Uh, you guys did a whole episode on Manhattan Project, which was a little bit before my time. But I'm curious where you guys stand on the Turtles in Time Hyperstone heist. I mean, where I stand on this is, I don't think I've played that one. I've played the hell out of this game yeah. and when I was a child. And this game is fantastic compared to the other Ninja Turtle games, which are, you know. Difficult. Very hard. Difficult. This game was a lot of fun, just in a lot of enjoyment. When did this come? It was for the Genesis. Yeah, that's how I remember. It was way back. Okay. Way back. So I skipped generations because I played on PlayStation and I played on the original NES, but I didn't play on the Sega Genesis. Yeah, I had a Sega Genesis and I had this game. You know what this game reminded me of? Uh, There was a Power Rangers game that came around the same time, too, which was like, they're all kind of like that sort of uh, cross screen. uh, Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, for me, it was, uh, I think, the second Ninja Turtles game that came out for the NES that I would play for hours and hours with my brother and my friends. Um. Yeah, I just... Is it weird what? that I'm still like, these games are super fucking fun? No, because it means you like Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles are great. I Ninja, Turtles, like the Ninja are, Turtles. Ninja Turtles are fantastic. I still like the Ninja Turtles. I mean, the new movies are kind of whatever. Let's be real. Yes, I mean, they're not. I mean, who... I mean... Uh, they're not. They're not. You know, there are a lot of things, who but good isn't one of them. Who thought making Megan Fox a lead and watchable for an hour and a half was a good idea? Because I'm not one of those people. All right, uh, let's. We're gonna do one more for this segment, and this one comes from Kai V at Wait for this Kai V four seven four one one seven five one, and he asks. What is your fondest video game memory? N64. It was a surprise. They didn't tell us about it. I looked in the back seat of our Lincoln Navigator, and I saw a fucking N64 with Link's face on it, and I freaked <laughs> the hell out because I didn't think I was actually ever going to get that goddamn thing. That's so good. It was amazing, and I didn't move from that inflatable chair, which was like neon green, <laughs> and there was a pink one next to it, and both of them popped pretty immediately. But I remember playing you're, NHL. So you're, just, you're just sitting in a deflated pile of plastic. Oh, at that yeah. Point. It was just terrible, horrible for my back. We moved to Colorado <laughs> Springs at that point. We were on a rental house while there's some other place we were trying to move into at the same time. And I was playing the hell out of Goldeneye and Zelda and NHL. That's awesome. It was amazing. I think I might have talked about this a little bit before in uh, an episode long, long ago. Uh, when I was growing up, my, my oldest brother John and then my uh, and then my other older brother Chris and I would play NES a lot and we played the original Mario games together a bunch yeah and I remember playing uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 with them which was so hard for me at the age of like six seven eight was like mm-hmm. impossible but I played with my brothers and that was one of the ways that we bonded together and uh, and then my my little brother Anthony, who was 13 years younger than me. So it was a little bit hard at times to connect just because of the age difference. And then we got uh, a Nintendo Wii when Anthony was uh, a little bit older. And we got the uh, the remake uh, for the for the Super Mario Brothers where you could like bubble and have four people at the yeah. same time. And Anthony and I beat that entire game over Christmas vacation one year when I was home. And I was just like, it's exactly Super Mario Brothers 3. And I had realized that, uh, like, I had bridged the gap of eight years of difference in age between me and John, uh, two years in difference between me and Chris, and 13 years difference between me and Anthony. Jesse's parents be banging. Jesse's parents be (laughs) banging. 
It's the grossest thing. Jesse's parents be banging. I'm, it's just so parents be banging, guys. Let's be I'm real. I'm sitting here sharing a very real oh, emotional that's story. That's all I was thinking and about. And the entire time Keith's brain. It was Jesse's dad, sweet dad, and sweet mother. Just Don't do this. I'm not. <laughs> don't put that I'm in my head. doing it for the audience Don't, and the don't put it in my head. That was oh. my fondest video game moment, and you just ruined it forever. I didn't forever. ruin you it. I just called it, it out for you what it is. You get yours, Mrs. Neal. Oh, get, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Was that the last question you wanted to do? For now. Okay. Because we got to get back to the episode, That's baby. Fair. Especially after this is how you reacted <laughs> to it. Let's end it there. Hey, Jesse, are you sure you don't want me to bring up your parents <laughs> fucking a bunch more? Yeah, Keith, oh, I think I'm good. It'll come up in more segments, guys. I'm good. Don't you worry. I'm going to go ahead and pass on the rest of this hell storm. <laughs> Holy hell, that was terrible. Great question. Guys. Like to Kai. Uh, thank you for all your questions. We're going to do more mailbag segments in the future. Uh, if you sent us questions, we saved them. Yep, We're we, holding we on to them. them. So don't be upset if your question has been answered yet. But feel free to tweet more questions at us or send more questions uh, via Instagram or, or shoot us an email. New player has joined podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, tweet at us, Instagram. Do it. Do it all those things. Have fun. Keep listening to this episode. Yeah, let's get back to it. All right, we're back. We are back. And we've got another interview segment coming at you from the ATX Festival. It's coming at you. Now, this guy. I said that like a disc jockey, like a a fucking Do not bring that energy onto this Uh, podcast. We're going to come back with a new interview. Yeah, we're just going to call up my grandmother and try to give her a heart attack. (laughs) It's Wednesday, everybody. (laughs) Uh, This next guest. I can't believe we got him. I can't believe we got him. I can't him believe either. we got him. It was like somebody was like, Hey, do you want to book Santa Claus? And we're like, Yes, yeah. we would. And then Santa Claus is like, Yeah, sure. And he's like, And Santa Claus is like, Well, I'm not available, but you know who is available? Somebody better than Santa Claus. <laughs> the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond and the star of his new show, Somebody, somebody Feed, Feed Phil. Phil. We got Phil Rosenthal. Phil on Rosenthal the show. came onto the show and talked about video games with us. He talked about. SS, I, I can't even say that. SSX name. tricky. Yes. Are you kidding? Can, are you, it's how crazy is that? The fact that he was like, I want to talk about this game. I was like, Are you serious? It was insane. It was so what, great. What? But how, how did it get there? I don't know. How does it get to SSX tricky? I don't know, but I'm glad it did. Trick, 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 trick game. And he's like, I want to play this game. Yeah. Oh, my he, gosh. Phil is the nicest dude. He gave us restaurant recommendations. The dude who's whose job it is to film himself eating amazing foods all over the world was like, you guys should try La Barbecue. Yeah. And we did. Nothing was more hilarious. And every time we saw Phil in Austin, he'd be like, hey, guys, what's going on? And somebody immediately walk up to him and be like, where should we eat tonight? Yeah, every time. <laughs> everybody was asking him. It was so goddamn funny. So good. So he went from everybody talking about everybody loves Raymond every single day of his life to now talking about food, and the man probably couldn't be happier. It's a great life, and he's a great guy. He deserves every ounce of success he has. So sit back, relax, and listen to the joyous voices of Phil Rosenthal and Jesse and I. So so you are calling your own voice Joyce. I realized that as I said it after <laughs> and I didn't want to I didn't want to own it, but I guess I'm owning it. You got to I owned it. I got a joyous, wonderful, angelic voice everybody. <laughs> you love in. my laugh. Let's do it. The 
breakfast tacos, right? Yeah, right. Migas yeah. breakfast I love tacos. Every it's really good. You, you guys live here? Month. No, we're no. from LA. So me too. So we were there. We love LA, but we got to the point where everybody's like, "All the food in LA is great," and we're like, "Yeah." And then we came here, and we're like, "Wait, that was an over exaggeration." Well, the this is here. the food here is great, right? But yeah. LA has everything, right? Exactly. But Austin's, uh, I can't say. It can't possibly catch up because of the size. Yeah, yeah. it's too small. But they do. Ha- it's well represented. Right, yeah. a lot of stuff. Here. <laughs> and there's these, like these mashups. Yeah. Of, like tonight I'm going to a place that's the most famous barbecue place here, Franklin. Yes. Mashed up with the Japanese. Guy. Really? So it's that's Japanese really food, great. but with his meat. That's crazy. Have you yeah. been to Franklin's before? Yeah, a few times. It's <laughs> amazing, isn't yeah. it? It's yeah. so impressive. So good. Did you wait? I waited for four hours, and <laughs> I know. I Tastes know. better, doesn't it, it after I mean, four hours? It, no. But <laughs> <laughs> I remember being in line being like, this is not worth, no food is worth this, and then eating the ribs and going, okay, oh, yeah, well, this, this, is, is, worth this is worth this. This is fine. This is great. So, so yeah. Phil, yes. do you play any video games? Do you like video games? I used to. Uh, oh. I got, I, I don't, I don't want to say I outgrew it, but... I just didn't don't have as much time as yeah, I used. Yeah, My son still plays, uh, and I see once in a while, and I'm amazed at the technology right. in it. I like this um, because I'm old. I like the sports ones. Okay, yeah, which absolutely. one? The baseball ones. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I like that. That's more my speed. Uh-huh. Yeah. I do like some of the racing ones. Yeah, and. There was a game. I'm gonna date myself do now it. because this game probably <laughs> came out before you were born. <laughs> Remember the snowboarding one? Yeah. SS Sex Tricky? Yeah, I played that. We both played that. <laughs> we both played we that. We both played that. When you, you were five? It. No. <laughs> well, for, I'm 32. I'm, I'm about so to I'm, turn 30. I'm up there. <laughs> but that was a good game, wasn't that it? That was great. So can I ask you something since yeah. you know? What happened to it? Where is it? <laughs> it's like, didn't they? What, I like, my son got the PS4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't have five yet, right? No, not That's yet. Coming. When is that five. coming? I, probably in like three years. Yeah. Okay. So when they get bored of the They didn't make four. that game, right. I noticed. Mm-hmm. And you can't play that game <laughs> on the machine. <laughs> yeah, this is like old man complaining. No, no, no. no, this no. Is, this why ha- can't I have my game on the thing? <laughs> this happens every generation. There's games that came out literally like two years ago that you can't play on the PlayStation 4 yeah. for some reason. Like They, they won't let you go back. Well, I know why. Because they, they want, want you to rebuy it. There you exactly. go. Okay, there but you go. if you don't make the game, yeah. at least be backwards compatible. Yes. Exactly. So Thank you. So who do we have to talk to? Whose knees do we have to break over <laughs> yes. at Sony to get this to happen? I mean, it's not right. If we brought Phil into EA, they'd be like, what is going on? <laughs> Guys, the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond is here, and he By has the way, a lot I've, of I, I, I understand that this is the storytelling currently that's more popular than the movies. Yeah. yeah. There's a game can make more yeah. than a movie. Yeah. Okay. So what I don't understand is, like, why aren't they... Why aren't they calling me to write for a video game? That's exactly what we're saying. Why don't exactly. we have humor in the game? Yes! Yes. Yes. Okay. Isn't the, that the next The next thing yes, that should be the next needed? thing. Yes. yes. We have every genre is represented mm-hmm. except humor. Yeah. Humor is starting to pop up in games and smaller portions. But subtly. Exactly. And I understand that the guys that are playing these games, guys and girls, mm-hmm. yes. are in it for action and adventure and maybe maybe even sex, yeah. maybe even uh, horror. You yeah. Know. But there's room for everything, it seems. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And you could have... Like, when I was growing up, there were movies right. that combined action and comedy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Something like 48 Hours or Beverly Hills Cop. Yes. yes. Remember those? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 
We like that. Yeah. Why not? We, there are starting to be an emerging market of games, and it's happening at the indie level, so none of the big yes. developers. I'd like to be teamed up with an action guy. Yeah. yeah. Because I love the action genre. I right. really do. Yeah. I can't write it myself, but I appreciate <laughs> it. And you want to put but the jokes in there. But he, probably, or she, yeah. doesn't know comedy the way I do. Exactly. Right. So why wouldn't they team guys like us up? I feel like the thing that happens with games is you create this engine, and yeah. these companies go like, okay, well, we made the engine. That took a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of effort to do that. Right. How do we make a bunch of games that are exactly the same yeah. game over and over and over oh, and over again? Yeah. It's like an easy way to cash in. So right. you can take a game that basically is the Star Wars game, and you're like, okay, instead of Star Wars, how about they're in World War One or they're in World War Two, And it's essentially the same game. They right. just look different. So it's like it's easier for them to make money that yeah. way. But I understand in a game there's all these different permutations of things that could happen if mm -hmm. you turn left or right. Yeah. Right. So why couldn't there be different bits or lines or funny things like the way we write yes. comedy? Yeah, Absolutely. no, the, in the 90s, it was a big thing. A lot of PC games had a lot of humor to them, yes. and they're the same thing where they'd be dramatic, but there would be so much comedy to them. It'd be like that full effect of everything. Because to make something perfect, or to make something at least enjoyable for everybody, it can't just be always funny or always sad. It has to like mix the two. Yeah, to you have to have a like, This is a masterpiece. Like It made me feel something. I mean, when we were growing up, and we talk about this, because we're huge comedy nerds, yeah. one of my favorite games was a, a PC game called Quest for Glory. Yes. And the amount of references to Monty Python and the Three Stooges that were in that game, really? it was incredible. Really? And you see a little of that creeping up in games now. Yes. Um, you know, we, we play the Stanley Parable, which is kind of uh, just you living in an office, uh, an office setting, and the game narrates what you're doing, and then you start to mess with the with the narrator, and the narrator starts to have a back and forth with you, being like, "Okay, well, if you're not going to do what I'm saying, then I just won't, I just won't be here." And you get that kind of comedy infused yeah. into the game. It's it's there are different. It's angles that are starting to emerge. I'd be actually very interested in watching you play Stanley Parable yeah. because you'd be like, what if I go left? What if I don't move? Yeah. What if I?" And they comment the whole exactly. time. So this game has hundreds of different ways to play out just like starting out in an office, essentially. And what, what platform is that? This is on PC. This is indie. So a lot of, what you're noticing is a lot of the big game developers, yeah. they're like, same game, same game, same yeah. game. And then right. these indie developers are coming out, like this game Cuphead, where it's just a team of these small people, like a very small team of people, like eight people, who made like beautiful Disney art in a game that's won all the awards mm -hmm. because people are like you where they're like why aren't you just making good games like go make something yeah. that's perfect so like screw that like let's get all of our friends together let's work on this for like two years and make a masterpiece yeah. and then hopefully that game they get more money from other developers be like hey we trust you now go make something did yeah. the apps on the phone the games on the apps on the phone eat into the market for the PlayStations? It, I, don't, I, don't I don't think, think it so. does. Yeah. I think it's a totally different totally thing. Totally separate. Yeah, because uh, it's not going to be the same graphics. It's, you're going to have to play it differently. Those yes. are more for the new generation. So I'm saying, like, your kids, all the other kids now, it's going to be like, those are what they're going to be used to playing is yeah. on their iPads and their iPhones. Yeah. Right. And they're or, not going to play on the TV. No, I think consoles are going to be gone in, like, a decade. How dare wow. you? Because How dare I you? think VR is now taking wow. off. The yeah. mobile is now taking off. It's not going to turn into, like, what are video games. Now video games are turning into, like, giant movies, essentially. So it's like... Right. Where are we all going with this? And we were talking earlier before uh, about how M Mario was beginning for everybody, essentially. It's like it's just this little plumber jumping yeah. with turtles and stuff. Now it's to the point where it's like billions of dollars, like you're saying, like Grand Theft Auto. Like it now affects the world. Yeah, there's, there's an game, economy. There's a game called Fortnite that has like taken over. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. it's taking over everything. It's now like a social movement just with video games. It's yeah. fascinating. Even Fortnite, it's like they're trying to infuse a little bit of comedy in that, too, because they're like, look at this silly dance your character can do. It's right. like, yeah, but what if somebody was a joke writer? <laughs> what if we could just stick somebody with talent in there and just see what we got? Yeah, but the thing about Fortnite is it's free. 
It's totally free. Anyone yeah. can play it. You can pick up your phone and play with your friends. Yeah. So, like, it's accessible. Really? Yeah, so all you have to do to get money into it is you just go, like, oh, I want to do the, the dance my friend's doing, so oh, I'll give you guys, like, $5 yeah. or something, and then I can earn things. And that's why it's taken off so massively, because it's like, here, free access. Just have it. And you can wow. play it with your friends. Yeah. yeah. And it's really cool because we love video games so much because we can talk to our friends in New York where we were from. And, like, we can not only, like, you on the phone, you're like, hey, how are you? How's everything? Okay, well, I got to go. It's like you can sit down and have, like, an hour, two hours conversation just, like, yeah. playing a game because you're, like, distracted That's how doing we catch something. Up. That's how we catch up with our friends. You put on the headset. We put yeah. on the headset. And you're playing together. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then we're talking about what's going on in everybody's life. <laughs> then this surpassed Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because Call of Duty, you have to pay for. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This Call of Duty is sixty bucks, and this is. But free. Fortnite is is more of a strategic game, and and a, a, or the graphics great also on that. It's like a cartoony, cell shaded sort of game where okay. it's like the graphics aren't that great, just they want the playability of it. They just want yeah. they want kids to be like, can I just have this? Because most of the times with games like Dak and I have sixty bucks, it's like right. no, you're spending too much for this That's that. Right. It's like no. no, go and then this is like cool. I don't have to have that. I can yeah. just go play this game. Now it's and this is all bucks. on the PC. This and is the, on the PC. And this the is phone. on the PlayStation. This is on the phone. And the PlayStation. It's on yeah, everything. it's on everything. It's the and biggest it looks game the, the same on... Yes, every- yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> right, right. And so Today on Grandpa Learns About Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> New Netflix show yeah. coming this fall, guys. It's going to be really great. Funny. But, yeah, SX Tricky, Tricky is a game that we honestly get tweeted at, like, every day. Like, when you guys going to do XX Tricky? Yeah, yeah it's like that they get brought That's it. true. Yeah, yeah, we're not kidding. By by old timers like me or No, everybody? like, all right. It's like, all every, fans. We all, I played that really? game. Yeah. We, what we like to do is before we release an episode, we give people a hint about what the game that we're covering is going to yeah. be. And a lot of people are like, are you guys going to do SS Trick, your Cool Borders, or any of those games? Because it's a genre of, like, extreme sport games that That's people right. loved that came yes. up in the 90s, and it was huge. And we don't see them anymore because the X games aren't as big to, uh, really, to anybody in the media right now. But for everybody who was around in the 90s, it's like, yes. oh, that was a thing. That was huge. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, what is the equivalent of that game today? SX Ooh. Tricky? Yeah. I don't think there is a snowboarding game right now. And there's nothing like it, like, even like it? I can't even think of one there's right now. There's got to be. They never ported Cool Borders, did no. they? No, there was a bunch of games. There was a game called 1080. That was a, uh, They had a Cool Borders yeah. game. They had a bunch of different games. But for some reason, people are like, well, I brought it forward. They're like, let's just keep making the same game. Okay, so here's the disconnect for me. You're Do getting it. asked about it every day. Yeah, <laughs> and, no, and nobody's making it. Nobody's right? making right. it. But everybody's making the same one kind of game because there's money in that same one kind of game. But if somebody's asking you about it every know, day, there I must know. be money in that game. What? It's the same thing with, with movies. comedy and movies. Well, yep. Comedies yep. and movies yep. where yes. it's just like, okay, every movie has to be the biggest movie of all time no. out I of mean, the gate. I mean, if you gate. want to talk about movies, this is the end of civilization. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we, we now, the movies only exist now to sell toys. It's, yeah. yeah they said, don't bother writing a yeah, movie don't. unless yeah. you're selling a toy or like, uh, a video game. Exactly. exactly. A toy. So... I have to ask your generation and younger, don't you get bored uh, with the same goddamn superhero yes, every time? The fan bases are screaming the things you're screaming. Yeah. But we don't have any choices because all the big game developers are in charge. That's why all these indie developers are coming out of nowhere. A lot of people are just going online, like GoFundMe pages, where they're like, here's the game we're going to make. Will people just give us money for it? And sometimes they're able to do it that way. Right. But oh. essentially, it's like the same thing in Hollywood. It's just like, it's just kind of hard to get in. It's kind of hard to figure out a way, like, how can I make this game? It's right. like, well, you just have to go do 
it yourself. I will say yeah. one of the biggest games in recent memory right now is a game called Celeste, which is an indie game where the graphics are not good. They're intentionally like they were in the 90s and even a little bit worse. But that game is all about social anxiety and panic attacks uh. through a platforming game where you're jumping like Mario. And that has gained huge success mostly because it is different. Right. And so there is a huge market, just like in movies, just like in television, in video games for things that are different. It's just a matter of these companies and these um, these institutions that have stood forever, they're like, we kind of need to move away from these to bring in the new because everything, while it's good, has had its time and we need the next generation to say, we have a voice too, we want to input what we've been feeling this entire time. I, there was a, a instance recently where a, a new Star Wars game was coming out and <laughs> yeah. the same sort of thing where they're basically <laughs> like, you have to pay, you have to put in like hundreds of dollars just to be Darth Vader and finally everybody was like, we're done! Like, no one's going to buy the Star Wars game. Like, they actually boycotted a Star Wars game, which yeah. is, like, in insane and unheard of because Star Wars uh, games they're don't... They're boycotting the movie, too. Yeah, yeah, they're like, they're just like, no, we're, no, we're Enough sick already. of... Yeah, just re yeah. Or repeating it, repeating it, repeating yes. it. But yeah. you Good. Bring, That's you, the only way change happens. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. But you bring up sports games because we love sports games, too. I feel yeah. like most people that come on and talk about video games, they think, yeah. like, oh, Call of Duty yes. or Sid or Stats. Like, no, it's like whatever you want to make it. That's it's like right. if you can sit down and enjoy and connect with a game, it's right. like that's awesome. That's awesome anyway. I used to play when I was growing up. I had a Nintendo, and I used to play a game very simply called Ice Hockey. Yes. And that was it. You could, you could pick from a, uh, a fat man, a skinny man, or a medium <laughs> man. And you would play as one of those guys. Yeah. And there was nothing to that game. And I played that game for hours on yeah. end. There's something almost zen about sports games yes. where you can find your flow and you can just exist in it happily. Phil, we have a segment where yeah. we ask everybody the same five questions. Okay. And, uh, one of them isn't stolen. Oh yeah, they're from all James original. Lipton. They're very all original. They're definitely okay. definitely the fifth one isn't ripped off from Inside Go. the Actor Studio. Okay, just want, we just want to make that clear before we jump into it. <laughs> um, okay. So question one: uh, If you could be any video game character, who would you be and why? <laughs> <laughs> And if you can't think of an answer for any of these, feel wow, free to just make it. one up. That's really good. <laughs> I'd be LeBron James in the basketball yeah. game. <laughs> He's doing very well. He'd Not be, as well as yeah, Kevin Durant last he's night. He's carrying the Cavs <laughs> to the championship. Yeah. <laughs> very good answer. Uh, question two. If you could get rid of one game in history, what would it be? Mm. Uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. 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 It's a very, it's probably very common one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Why? That and Grand Theft Auto. It's because it's... Right. It, yeah, it's, the violent, violent it, for... It's violent and it homogenized the entire industry. Right. And it's not good for anybody's psyche at a certain I point. I don't like the shooting games. Yeah. No, you don't I have don't to. I don't understand there, it. There are shooting games that I love because there's a very good story. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than getting a shooting game and being like, wait, so there's no characters in this? There's We're no shooting. Yeah. This is just like... I don't need more of this. Yes. I can just turn on the news and be horrified. <laughs> right. It's like, it's awful. Right. Uh, question three. Yeah. If you are to make a video game title for your life, what would it be? Mm. When do we eat? <laughs> <laughs> the boss is just a chef going, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. You just got to hit him with a wooden spoon. <laughs> but there needs to be a, an interactive component. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> It's got to be hooked up with a, with a food chain. Exactly. <laughs> you, know, you have to connect it to Grubhub yeah, beer right. your PlayStation 4. Question four. Yeah? What one aspect of your game life do you wish was true in real life? Oh, you can stop when you want. <laughs> <laughs> but what does stop mean? Like, completely, or what does stop? You could shut off the game. <laughs> you know, like when your wife's talking. 
That was the most everybody loves Raymond answer I could have ever <laughs> asked for. Uh, and final question. Yeah. Didn't steal this. It's completely original. If heaven exists, yeah. What would you like your God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Uh, we made a mistake, but could you send up Trump? <laughs> oh, no, okay, now I don't want to go there. <laughs> And the last final things. Uh, yes, this, we ask this to everybody. Uh, first off, what would you like to plug? And, and secondly, more importantly, where's your favorite place to eat? Anywhere. Anywhere. I know. We ask this to I everybody. Know. But really you are the dream. But you are the most Do you mean perfect. The, the specific restaurant or city? Restaurant. What to you is like the place? You can give a couple if you want. I have so many. I mean, I really have a lot. <laughs> there's a there's a place in Paris called La Mille Louis, which is a, an incredible restaurant. Mm-hmm. I recommend that. There's a place in New York called Peter Luger's Steakhouse. Yes. That's one of my favorite places to eat. In Williamsburg. There's a new restaurant in L.A. that I love called Bavel, which I recommend to people. <laughs> I've eaten there three times in the last four weeks. It's nice. fantastic. Yes. What do you get there? It's Middle Eastern food. You get there's Ooh. something called lamb neck shawarma. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Killer. God, yes. Dish of the year. Really? Killer. Lamb neck shawarma. Great. Got to go check that out. That's awesome. Yes. What was the other question? What would you like to plug? What would you like to plug? Oh. You know my show. Yeah, yeah somebody, somebody feed, feed Phil, Phil yeah. which is terrific, we by love, the way. Thank you. <laughs> love it. New episodes July 6th on there Netflix. There you go. The world. There Come you on. Go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm waiting for the video game of, uh, of that show. The video game of somebody feed, <laughs> yeah, somebody just, feed Phil. You just sushi. feed me. Honestly, Gagon. that could be a VR game. <laughs> Honestly, could. you just put on a headset and you go all around the world Come and you on. can show different types of food. That'd actually be very awesome. I would love it. Or you try to keep me from eating. <laughs> I keep losing. He's very good at getting to the restaurants he loves. Uh, Phil, thank you thank so, you so much, much for sitting man. down with us. I love it. I really great. appreciate it. I've never done a podcast about video games. Well, yeah. Thank you for doing ours. Thanks really for making me feel young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, check out Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix. Phil Rosenthal, you're the best. Thank, thank you, you so, so much for being with thank us today. So, so here we are. Here we are. One more ATX episode in the bank. Did you guys hate it? Did you love it? <laughs> they did, can't. They're not going to answer it? you. Could you yell in your house or work of <laughs> place of work to let me know how Where, you felt about it? Wherever you're listening to this right now, we want you to just take a video of you either screaming, screaming, I I loved it or I hated it, and then <laughs> and then tweet it at us. You have to scream. Scream it and record yourself. <laughs> Tweet it at us. I love how much we're like, throw your phone into the ocean. Now <laughs> scream in your house. We are your podcast hosts. We are your overlords. <laughs> scream your love. Just want to remind you guys to follow us on Twitter at New Player Pod. Follow us on Instagram at New Player Podcast. Yes. And then uh, email us at New Players Join Podcast at Gmail. Otherwise than that, uh, rate us five stars review on, on iTunes. iTunes. It helps. And if you want to check out more episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash new players. But also, if you see people who are like bored or people who are like interested in podcasts, why don't you tell them you listen to our yeah. podcast? And, uh, you know, if you need to, scream at them. How scream much at them. You love how them. much you love them. So much great. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. With what I believe will be a standard uh, format episode, we don't know that yet. We're wild cards, baby. We're crazy. It could be nothing but thirty We're seconds crazy. of uh, the sounds of fire. We're gonna go eat some vanilla ice cream. We're crazy. We're crazy. We're gonna wash it down with some tepid tap water. Ooh, we crazy. We crazy. But thanks, guys, so much for listening. This is New Players Join. Goodbye. Goodbye.
I'd be LeBron James in the basketball. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing very well. <laughs>